Hello, Texans. Let's get right to it with the D'Amico Ryan's podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe if you're listening on iTunes, Spotify. Subscribe, listen often, early, all over the place. This is the D'Amico Ryan's podcast presented by Amogee Bank, the official business bank of the Houston Texans, following the win over Jacksonville and in advance of what week as the Pittsburgh Steelers come to town Sunday October 1st, noon kick, Legends Homecoming, presented by Ford. Let's get to it with the head coach. Joining us now in the Hyundai Texans radio studio, it's head coach D'Amico Ryans. Coach, congratulations. Win number one in the books. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Feels great to finally get that first win. Relief, joy, euphoria, nervousness, (laughs) anxiety. Which emotion probably hit the most? Uh, Just joyful. Joyful. I can't say enough how proud I am of the guys for just the style and the brand of football that they play. That's what I'm I'm most proud of. They play physical brand of football, and that's what I want us. To, that's who I want us to be, right? And that's how I envision our team looking and to see it come to fruition there versus the Jaguars. It was it was fun to watch. All three phases helped each other, right? Because you had the start you didn't want on offense, and they drove it a bit but missed the field goal. You get the ball back and you score, and you're off and running from there. Right, and that's, that's, the, that's the other part of it. It's complementary football, right? All three phases. When the offense wasn't doing so hot, right, defense stepped up, made a play. Offense having a defense back, special teams coming together, making game-changing plays with a block field goal by Will, All right, the return. Uh, for a touchdown by Beck, the heaviest player in the NFL to (laughs) return a (laughs) A new record. New record. New record for him. But it it, it was fun to see those guys and how they all played together. And more important, just fun to see everybody, right, being excited about football, seeing our sidelines, seeing the way guys were fired up for each other. It's fun to see. Coach, that was really cool, the the moment. Drew's actually got a great shot because he was in the end zone where Andrew's running to him. And he, so he's down. He's got a shot down the sideline. The reaction from the sideline is incredible. I mean, the energy that guys got. I mean, the defensive guys are going over there after a series and they're sitting down on the bench and they're getting ready. And then when he leaps over to the last guy and he's going to score, everybody got off the bench. I'd imagine that's the energy that you're looking for. We talked about it a little bit, but did you sense that at that point? Like, oh, I don't think they can beat us now. Look at the energy we got. Look at what we're playing with. Yeah, I definitely felt the energy. Even I got a clip of you on the sideline <laughs> with a little energy as well when guys are making plays. So Not John me. is in Not as well, me. baby. Now we're no, it was, but it's uh, yeah, that's that's what I envision, man. I knew from our pregame warmups, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The energy was right. You can tell, like everybody was into it. Guys were hyped. They were pumped up for that game. So I could tell instantly from the pregame warm-ups that we were going to have a good day. I want to dive into this game more, but since we're on that topic, you knew what you were looking at here with the Jaguars going into this one, and you knew what you were coming off of, which was the performance against the Colts. Now you win against the Jaguars. You win by 20, and to get them going like that again at home this week, how difficult is it this week coaching them into that mindset? Uh, It's the same approach. It's mm-hmm. the same approach because there are a lot of things that we did well in that game, but there are also a lot of fine details that we have to clean up, right? So when games are tight, like you have to be on those details or those some things that happen that can cost us games. Mm-hmm. So we still have to clean it up. Coaches have to be on their position groups this week, cleaning up those details. So it's that same intent, that same mindset. Yeah, we won one, but – we're not resting on just one, right? Yeah. We, you gotta, everybody loves that feeling, right, on Monday after mm-hmm. a win. 
Now, how do we go and do it again? It's the same work you put in last week, being attentive to the details. That's how you win games. Coach, I like in football games a lot of times the boxing in some sense, and it felt like the first three and out, it was like they hit you with some body blows, but but you survived the round after they missed the, the extra point. It felt like the throw from Tank or from uh, CJ to Tank really was kind of that overhand right where you're like, yo, we're here, bang, and you really hit him with that. But then you followed up with a Damian Pierce touchdown. How important was were those two plays to really kind of announce, yeah, we're here, and, and we're going to be like this all day? Yeah, those are two, I mean, really huge plays for us. It's something we talked about on Wednesday as a team. Like, we get the opportunity to take a shot. We have to capitalize on it and to see CJ and Tank connect and make that shot play happen. And it, it starts with CJ, right? Well, it starts with the O-line protecting. CJ trusting Tank that he's going to come down with that ball big-time play. And then we wanted to get in goal line and see Damian run, be the angry runner that he is. And it showed up. He was running very physical all day, running behind his pads, right, delivering the blow to the defenders. Uh, when you can get on goal line, and you can, you can get in goal line formation and move your opponent off the goal line, that's – that's physical football, and that's what we want to be. And Devin ran it well, too. So, Coach, I know you're not running it as well as you want to eventually, but you got better. You got a little bit better in the ground game, and the mix was there between the run and the pass. What about that aspect of everything? Right, that's, that's it, Mark. We just want to see improvements, right? Mm -hmm. And I think we took a step, right? When it comes to running the football, we definitely took a step. We got better. And I think as a team, for me, it's just how much can we improve each and every week? I think when you talk about improvement – there's you know, no guy that improved more than CJ, right? You talk mm -hmm. about facing, facing the pressure and the blitzes, the looks that we got from the Colts. And, you know, we were a little slow getting the ball out, right? To see him come back this week versus pressure, him versus the touchdown to Brevin, they're running zero, a zero blitz at mm -hmm. him, right? He's able to react very quickly, hit, hit Brevin in the end zone for a touchdown. A couple other plays where he's – you know, not trying to make the big play, but he's trusting that I can take the check down. I can get the ball to Damian, and Damian turns that check down into a first down. So it's just seeing the quarterback as a young guy improve is really fun to watch. Coach, some of the little things always kind of stand out as you're watching the game. We talked about the running game, and, you know, some guys that tote the rock, you know, it's not going well for them. Just, okay, it's not my day. Now I'm done. Your three guys yesterday in pass protection – we're really good at the running back position. Mike Mike in particular has the block on, on Olakun when he's blitzing on the throw to tank that gets you up 34-17. What kind of lesson is that, that, hey, you're not getting the ball that much or you're not running it successfully, but there are other things you can do to help this team? Yeah, everybody, everybody matters on every play and every fine detail matters, right? If we don't protect, we can't get the ball out. Yep. And our backs, they stepped up. They protected well. Boone did a great job, as you said right there, stepping up the protection. We dropped some protections last week, right, and they, they made us pay. But this week, everybody's being dialed in and knowing that if I just do my job on this play, right, and yep. you watch that play again, there's nobody celebrating harder on that play than Mike Boone yeah. because he knows that that his block <laughs> yep. was, was the big. block that allowed C.J. to make that throw to Tank. Coach, you've been around a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of young quarterbacks and rookie quarterbacks, and here's a rookie in C.J. Stroud three games in. What are we seeing here? Because it gets better every week, like you said, and yesterday was really special at times. Oh, man, we're seeing uh, – <laughs> We're seeing a young player, right, who is dedicated to the process of getting better, 
Like nobody mm. prepares better than CJ. Like he studies more than anybody all throughout the week, and his preparation is starting to show on Monday. The things that our coaches are on him about improving and getting better at. I mean, I haven't seen a guy improve this much from week to week. And just talk mm. about week one to week three, he's made drastic improvements. So how is that going to look, right, as we continue to progress throughout the season and where is he going to be toward the end of the season? He's going to be playing really good football for us. He just stays on the track that he's on. Coach, when you're a defensive coordinator in San Francisco and you're on the headset and the coach come, you're talking to Fred Warner, a guy that's been around, Denzel Perryman, the first few games. This week, it's a rookie. It's Henry Toa Toa. I mean, you've been around him since OTAs, but it's a rookie in his third game in the NFL. How did you feel like the communication was defensively um, with Henry wearing a green dot and kind of talking to the guys front and back? Yeah, I thought he did an excellent job for his first time out, like handling the communication, getting guys lined up and just calming everybody down. Like that was – it was really cool to see. Yep. Right, he took, he took ownership of the defense and the guys listened to him. You know, he – Spoke with command in the huddle. Guys were on it. And it was, it was really cool to see young rookie stepping in, handling communication. And I probably talked too much on the headset to him. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to probably dial it back a little, little bit, giving him too many. Hey, tell this person this. Tell this person that. He's probably like, Coach, just shut up for a second. <laughs> Mute. <laughs> but, it was, uh, but he handled it really well uh, for his first time out. How about Blake Cashman getting in there? Yeah. And I don't think anyone who saw him at training camp is surprised, right, that he was making plays in a game because in training camp, he was making a lot of plays before the injury. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. Training camp, it was almost like every day he's making a pick, somebody forcing a fumble, and mm -hmm. I would go into meetings, and if he didn't make a play, hey, Blake, did you, did you show up today? Did you come to work today? You didn't, you didn't take the ball away. And for him to show up in a game where he played extensive time uh, this week for the first time for us, and he did what he did at training camp, mm -hmm. right, for him to – to recover the fumble, but also to get the the I still don't know how he caught that pick. Wow. Right? Really nice catch by wow. him. Uh, but just credit to Blake, man, and for all the guys. Like, you don't know when your time is coming. You yeah. don't know when the opportunity – are you ready? And it'll show. When, they, when, we, when the lights are on, it's time to go. Are you ready? And Blake proved that, hey, he's ready to go, and he's ready to not only just go, but make impact plays for us. Coach, in that same vein, Khalil Davis – Gets the call up from the practice squad. How'd you think uh, he did? How he fared? He put up a couple numbers in the box, yeah. but how'd you feel he fared when you looked at the yeah, film? Khalil had a good game for us. I mean, first time out again. Yep. A lot of new guys out there, but he stepped up. He did his job. Still, man, it was he did a really good job for us. And a lot of guys had to step up and play. Yep. You know, Shaq, um, Graylin, you know, guys who haven't yep. been out there. Blake. So it was, you know, it's cool to see when your unit goes out there and nobody truly cares. Okay this person's not in or we're missing this person this week. Like, that doesn't matter. It's about 11 guys playing together, swarming together. That's how you play winning football. I know you've been asked a lot about the Andrew Beck return for a touchdown. Yeah. As the ball's in the air, I'm thinking, this is probably a good move for them because it's a tough, fair catch because it's kind of like two outfielders, right, trying to decide <laughs> who's got it. It ends up on the ground, but it ends up being a touchdown for you. And how did you see that? Yeah, I was <laughs> when that play happened. They kicked it off. I was really, I was on the on the surface tablet. I'm looking over some formations mm -hmm. from our previous our previous drive, and then I happen to turn around. I see Beck coming towards me. My first thought: <laughs> How did he get the ball? What's going? <laughs> what is going on? 
And I was like, okay, well, man, he can make a guy miss here. Yeah. And then, oh, he did. Then he goes down to score, and everybody's just running past me, going crazy. I'm still kind of trying to look at the surface. So I just dropped it and just started celebrating with everybody else. But uh, <laughs> crazy play, crazy play. Uh, but, I mean, Beck made a big-time play for us. And, you know, what a time. We needed a big-time play from our special teams unit. They stepped up, game-changing play. That play mm -hmm. really turned that game around. Coach, how along those lines with special teams, Will's block. Yeah. I want to say it was the Colts game last week. It felt like in the Colts game, he got close to one. And I remember thinking, man, I hope they kick another one because he's close. He's close. Right. And I was standing at the goalpost, so I couldn't see who blocked it. But then when I saw it, I was like, man, he almost had one the week before. That was a massive play because you're up 7 nothing. That keeps it from being 7-3. And then you turn around and you go score after that. How big was that? Oh, big. I mean, pivotal point in the game, right? Big swing for us there. And it's, you know, I always say, Field goal block team, it's, it shows the character of your team, mm -hmm. right? Higher guys, a lot of teams, they take that play off, right? right? Yeah. And they say, oh, he's going to make it, and they just relax. But the character of your team, it shows significantly on field goal mm -hmm. block, and that's what it shows. Will, rushing the D-line, always putting your hand up, everybody, because you never know. And that show right there, Will, rushing, uh, he was actually – he owed us one because he wasn't out there on the first field goal block. We were out there with 10. Oh, he was ooh. so excited about oh. the third down stop that he forgot <laughs> <laughs> He forgot to stay out there for the field goal block unit. And now – Wait, was he, that the one they missed anyway? Yeah, though? they didn't miss. I guess he, he tricked him, huh? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> tricked him with 10, but he came back and he owed us one. And, man, I tell you, he paid off big time for it. Made up for it. Holy smokes. <laughs> but as a football player, that's another opportunity to make a play, right? It's a no, good no. advertisement to play on special teams. <laughs> Here's the number three pick of the draft making a play on special teams. Right. It shows the unselfish uh, mindset of Will Anderson. Like, he mm. doesn't care if it's field goal block, if it's punt block, if Coach Ross asks him to go out, he's going to go out. He's going to give you everything that he has, relentlessly rushing, getting his hands up, blocking a kick right there. I mean, it's Will has it's been a stud all throughout the year. Coach, there was so much noise in the offseason about what you had at receivers and what a lot of people thought you didn't have at wide receiver. And yet, Robert has that first game against the Ravens where he has a number of third-down catches. Nico has the game against the Colts with 146. Yesterday, it's Tank. What have you seen from your receiver group? And it feels like they're progressing each every week. How do you look at that? Yeah, those guys have been very consistent. I mean, you from the start of OTA through training camp, those guys have been consistent all the time. Like, you talk about their blocking that they've, they've done mm -hmm. in a run game. That's where it starts. They did it in OTAs. And to see guys making plays consistently downfield was Nico, Tank, Robert. You're seeing that bond and that trust develop between the quarterback and their receiving core. He knows that if he puts it out there, those guys are going to go yeah. get it. And that's where it all starts. They they trust each other, and they're showing up making plays for each other. And, you know, can't say enough about the work that those that group has put in all the guys step up and make plays for us. And each one of the top three has 15 catches each. That's interesting. That? Highly yeah. notable after wow. three games. Coach, it's Legends Homecoming presented by Ford this weekend. J.J. is going into the ring of honor. you got a lot of guys who are going to be watching the Texans who played for this team. How special is that in addition to everything else you're going through, <laughs> taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers? Oh, yeah. it's, it's a special week. I mean, credit to J.J. and for his career. He deserves his recognition, right? He deserves to be honored for what he's done, not only for you know the Texans organization, but the city of Houston, what he do, it did during the hurricane relief efforts. I mean, it's, it's a great guy, uh, outstanding human being. 
So I love JJ and what he's done and couldn't have couldn't think of another guy who deserves to go in the ring of honor here. It'll be an exciting week getting all the legends back in town and we get to they get to watch us play, right? And it's mm-hmm. uh you kind of <laughs> it's some you know a little nervousness. I mean not nervous, but you just I'm excited for our team for you know we can capitalize on what we did last week yeah. and we can go out and our legends can see like what our brand of right. football looks like. That's I'm I'm excited for our guys to go out and have a great outing. It's kind of like when you were you were a kid in elementary school, we all had show and tell. Yeah. You know, we all brought different things. <laughs> I used to bring like my uh, Lynn Dickey little figurine, you know, the Green Bay Packers. Sure. You get to bring a football team. Get I mean, to bring a football that's team. kind of nice. Unfortunately, there'll be other Watts in the building. Uh, <laughs> one in particular is one defensive player of the year on the other side. Coach, I know you haven't gone too deep into the Steelers just yet coming off the win yesterday, but it is the Steelers. Uh, and we have seen him play. We know if you're going to win this football game, it's going to be a physical battle against a team like that. Kind of your 30,000-foot view of the Steelers at this point. Oh, yeah. That guy, Watt, he's a problem. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> so, definitely, I mean, he's you know, taking after his brother. He's yep. wrecking games. So, that's a guy we have to account for in offense. I mean, it, it's going to start there with the edges with Watt and also with Highsmith. They want to rest They want to rest on their defense, right? They're, they're counting on their defense for them to win games, and they've play really good defense there. Coach Tomlin always has those guys ready to go. So we have our hands full from an offensive perspective. But I know guys will do a great job and rise up to the challenge. All right. I saw you talking with Coach Tomlin at the owners' meetings, right? Did he share anything with you that you can share with us? What was that conversation like? <laughs> can you shed any light on that? Uh, now, Coach Tomlin, a guy I've always respected. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just I remember coming out as a rookie. I remember sitting with him in his office when he was with the Minnesota Vikings as a defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Right, and, uh, yeah, but at the owners' meeting there, Tomlin, it's just great advice from being mm-hmm. a head coach, a successful head coach for a long time. Just great advice. I think I made it through. He told me I was going to get fined throughout the uh, OTAs for practices being too physical, but I made it through. I made it through. I made it through. <laughs> it's like the defensive coaches always have a problem with OTAs and the rules, but I tell Coach T I made it through. <laughs> Coach, going, coming back here to NRG Stadium, kind of a weird anomaly. We're talking about this. Winners last six straight division games on the road, which is it's kind of mind-boggling when you think about it, but struggled back here at NRG Stadium. How important is it to have this game with J.J. in the building, celebrating him, and like you said, bringing your team to show these legends what you got and how much better a team you are from week two to week four. Yeah, no, there's going to be a lot going on, right, outside of the game for us with the Legends weekend, with J.J. being in the ring of honor. But for me, just in our football team, like, mm. we got we got to play the right way at home. And it hasn't been right, and we, we have to fix it. And what we put out on the field on Sunday, it has to be right. And that's, you know – Starting with me, and got to make sure that the energy is right, our mindset is right. When we step out here, like, we got to make sure we're playing football the right way when we're at home, playing with the right energy. And it hasn't been that way. So that's on us to turn that around and give our fans something to cheer for. Well, you said you put the money in the bank on Wednesday, yeah. Thursday, Friday. Yes, sir. Cash out yes, on sir. Sunday. Coach, I love that. I mean, is that yours? That's really good. That That's no, T-shirt no. material at the very least, if no. not book material. Yeah, no, I don't know. It's just, man, you got to work, right? Mm-hmm. You can't shortchange the work. And that's one thing that I've been trying to teach, you know, teach these guys, teach our team, like, 
what does winning practice look like? Like we can't win games until you put the work in and practice in. It takes a while to learn that process. It's hard. I get, yeah, it's gonna be hard, but nothing worth having. It, I mean, you have to work for it. If, you, if it's worth having, right, you gotta work for it. You gotta put the work in and we want wins, right? We want wins every single week. You're gonna get wins by putting that effort out on Wednesday through Friday. All right, Coach, the Amogee Bank Ask Coach question of the week. And with the Steelers in town, this is a traditional NFL franchise, and people go back to the 70s and all the big games they played and the team that used to be in this town. They played two AFC championship games against them. What are some of your earliest pro football memories as a little kid, and what intrigued you about the pro game as you were growing up in Alabama? Wow. Oh, that's a, that's a good one. You know what? Being in Alabama, right, it's – it's all college football. Yeah. You're yeah. Alabama or Auburn growing right. up. So for me, it's like it wasn't much pro football for mm -hmm. me growing up. It was Alabama football on Saturdays. If you caught an NFL game, yeah, okay. But one, you know, when it started to to click for me, it was uh, of course it was Deion Sanders. Yep. Right. <laughs> it was prime time and mm -hmm. just how because I, I grew up playing baseball, so to see. Yeah. Like, it really stuck for me when Prime, he played in a baseball game, and then he went and played in a football – he played in a football game right earlier that day and then went and finished played in a baseball game the same day. And Bo Jackson being a baseball football player, like, that's what kind of clicked for me. So I started watching the Falcons with Prime, and then later, my high school days, I started watching the Bucks. So I grew oh, fun. Yeah. So I ended up being a Bucks fan there for a while, Tony Dungy and that crew. Derek um, Brooks. Derek Brooks, Brooks. Said, your guy. Yes, yeah, sir. You play a lot like Derek Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> I could see you. Fun like guy Derek to watch Brooks. there. Yes, yeah, sir. Was. Coach, thanks a lot. Good luck right. this week. Thank you guys.